Hey everyone, welcome to the Grabs Podcast, where we bring the stories of real-life rescues to you firsthand from those involved. I'm your host today, Grant, and with me today, I got Dustin Simmons uh, from Florence, Alabama. Uh, welcome, Dustin. How are you doing? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Good. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your department? Uh, <clears throat> all right. So, uh, Florence, uh, it's not that really that big of a town. We have uh, five stations. Um, you know, we have... Uh, three engines, uh, three quint, uh, you know, aerials, uh, heavy rescue, and then like a, a brush truck. So like on a, on a box alarm, we're probably rolling, uh, two engines, uh, a truck at the heavy and, um, you know, that's just first alarm. So how many people does that bring you? Uh, that's well, everything but the heavy is going to be, uh, three personnel. The heavy, unfortunately, we only have two personnel on the heavy. What and what? Who's doing the searches for your department? Are you guys kind of like SOG driven, um, IC driven, or not really? Uh, yeah, it's going to be IC driven. Uh, our search culture is really trying to, you know, we're trying to make it a little better uh, every day. Um, so it all depends on the on the BC, you know, that day and. Um, at this time, uh, you know, when, when this, when this occurred, um, my BC, he was, he was real big on, on, uh, you know, sending, sending the rescue guys in, sending the heavy guys in and, and, um, you know, making it happen. So. And then, um, how are you guys doing your searches? When we talk about actually once you're in the building, how are you guys organizing that? Are you doing oriented? Again, that's going to be VS. Yeah, that's going to be uh, that's going to be uh, at the, at this time it wasn't VES wasn't a thing for our department, uh, unfortunately. Um, but the I was at this at this particular time I was with my partner on the heavy for uh, just going on just shy of three years. So we knew each other. We knew you know what I was comfortable with, what he was comfortable with. Uh, we worked really well together. And um, so we were we were comfortable doing split searches. And for the most part, you know, if if that was if that was, you know, conditions allowed us to do that, that was our that was our number one go to. Cool. Why don't you take us to this call and uh, back in 2017 and kind of tell us how it went down. All right. Um, yeah. So November 9th, 2017 uh, is about 3 p.m. Um, alarm comes out, you know structure fire, uh, smoke visible. Um, it, the part of town that it was in, it's, it's kind of like no man's land between, between two districts. Um, so our engine, I, I'm, I'm, I'm stationed downtown, uh, the engine from my, from my house and the engine from the, uh, the first do, I guess it was in their district. Um, they, they, they all both kind of got there at the same time. Uh, the truck company made the block so that it could have a, a better, uh, angle, uh, in case we needed to use the, the aerial. And, um, when I pulled up on the heavy and pulled the parking brake, I mean, I, I was looking at the front door and I could see front door was closed. Um, you know, no vehicles in the driveway. And, um, and so I'm like, all right, sweet, man, I'm, I'm going to get to force the door. And, uh, so I throw the rest of my gear on and, uh, I was driving at the time. I'm sorry. I didn't mention that I was, I was driving. Um, <clears throat> so, I hustle up there with my gear and uh, uh, Lieutenant from uh, from the first do engine, he was about to, to 
horse kicked this this door and I, I yelled, you know, told him to get out of the way. And uh and man, this was the most rubbery door I, I've ever forced. I mean, it it just it wouldn't give me anything. It was just I was having to, you know, force a gap, force a gap, and um wedge wedge where I could. Finally I got the door open. Um the engine pushed past us, finished masking up, and uh me and my partner, we knew by the looks of this, by the looks of this um this ranch style, you know, house garage was on the left. So we beelined it to the, to the right, to the bedrooms. And we just started split searching the bedrooms and um, we didn't, you know, didn't see anything pitch black in there. So we're, we're trying to get some, some uh, ventilation open, get some windows open, make our way back. <clears throat> Excuse me. The, uh, the engine made a, made a heck of a knock and uh, they had it knocked down pretty well. So we make our way back from the bedrooms you know, all clear. And then we see off the kitchen, uh, there was an addition, uh, bedroom off the, off the back, almost behind the garage door was closed and, um, and get out, I opened the door, almost kind of like a three step down, uh, into this bedroom and, uh, almost fell, you know, cause I wasn't probably, uh, crawling like I should have been or in that, in that tripod stance, like I should have been. And, uh, I actually fell on the victim. And uh, at this point in my career, um, I didn't expect there to be a victim going into a fire. I'm, I'm, I'll be the first to admit uh, uh, my faults. Um, and it was a cult. It was, it was just a shock. I was like, oh, crap, there's a victim. And uh, so I hollered out, you know, victim, victim, victim. And, uh, and my partner comes sliding to me. And, of course, you know, it's not like we, you know, it's not like we trained. I mean, this woman uh, was – was half naked, you know, freaking we're grabbing limbs and, and, and we're sliding all over the place. And, uh, and finally, uh, hearing the, uh, the struggle of us trying to get her up some steps. Um, one of the guys from the, uh, from the, the, the line, he, he comes over and, and the three of us, uh, drag her out. And, um, I just, uh, I, you know, I kick myself every day for, for not, you know, not doing the 360, not, you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. So real short story, but a lot of stuff to unpack here. Uh, you mentioned the 360. How would that have uh, aided you in this situation? So I think you know doing a 360 definitely would have um, would have helped helped us see that there hey there was a bedroom an addition off of this you know behind this garage that you just you just didn't see it almost looked like the it was just a garage from if you're just looking straight ahead from the front of the house what what were conditions in that addition compared to the rest of the house oh i'm very very light light smoke um visibility was was um definitely um very good visibility compared to compared to the bedrooms uh you know uh had open doors and visibility was you know low to, to zero uh, you mentioned time of day it was about three o'clock, no cars in the driveway. Did you have any, any indication there was uh, going to be a victim inside? No, we didn't. You know, there was, there was nobody else there. Um, like I said, doors were locked and uh, there was a vehicle, but it was in the garage. Uh, so, you know, that, that didn't get seen until, until the actual, you know, search. So when we went into the garage, uh, that's where we saw, you know, the vehicle. And so. Um, 
You said victim was only half clothed. What was the size of the victim? Uh, she was probably um, uh, 180 pounds. You know, she wasn't over 200. I'll, I'll say that. Um, you mentioned struggling to, to move her. Was that because of lack of clothing? Was she slippery? Was it the stairs you had to navigate? Yeah, or what yeah. were kind of your issues? Yeah, so um, she was she was definitely you know wet, um, but uh, the, the lack of clothing, you know, I guess tr training with um, you know dummies or or you know doing search training when we had you know doing it on each other with turnout gear, you know, always having a handhold for uh, for gloves to just grab, and you know that was always just uh, almost a, a training fault that that we had, so you know, yeah, slippery is, is all get out. Um, and like I said, the bedroom kind of, kind of went down, uh, through like a three stair, uh, drop to the bedroom. So getting her, you know, up, up and in, but I mean, it was a, it was a dirty, dirty grab. I mean, just, we were grabbing limbs, pushing, pulling wherever we could, um, on her limbs to get her up and out. Did you have any, um, ideas that were in your pocket or or webbing or anything that you thought you would use that you in the moment just abandon as far as victim removal goes all right so and and i'll kind of before before all this would have went down um probably a month prior um i had taken a class with magic city uh truck class and prior to that man yeah it probably would have been like yeah i'm gonna do webbing and all this stuff and you know and um you know taking that class and then it was almost it was the weekend before i took a class with uh with dixie firemanship and and this, you know the same thing you know hitting on the same things and it's it's scary it's it's scary to me to um to think what would have happened what could have happened had i not had that training you know um prior to prior to it because i just uh you know I've, prior prior to going to you know other training outside of um you know the state or the the state academy um i thought i was a really good firefighter and then uh i got my eyes opened when i went to some other type of training where you know um guys were showing us real life stuff you know what i'm saying yeah absolutely if you were going to do a drill tomorrow with your crew on victim removal, what would that drill look like? All right. Drill would look like um, a bedroom with a furniture, you know, a bunch of, a bunch of stuff in that room, you know, not, not setting ourselves up for failure of, of, Hey, this is a room that has absolutely nothing in it and it's going to be super easy. Um, it would be uh it would probably be one, you know, one of the guys, you know, sitting there in his in his drawers where he, where you don't have anything to 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 just grab and and he'd probably be soaking wet and uh, invisibility, you know, uh, low to none. You know, I mean, um, if you know, if we would have found her, you know, in one of those bedrooms, I mean, you you couldn't you couldn't you were going by feel, you were going by what you could feel with your hands. Uh, it, it was that bad in the bedrooms, but like I said, not, not her bedroom. She did have the door closed, but. 
Yeah. Talk to me about stairs a little bit. That's not something I live in Florida, so we don't have hardly any stairs. And if we're coming, if we're, if there are stairs involved, we're usually coming down them. Talk about how difficult just three stairs is to get, get a victim up and how you guys oh, were yeah. able to navigate yeah. that. I mean, yeah. It, um, I, you know, I think we tried, uh, grabbing wrists first. Uh, one guy was grabbing wrist. Um, I think I had a, I think I had an ankle, and uh, and she just wasn't going anywhere. And then finally, um, when the other guy from the from the engine came over, I think he grabbed an ankle. I grabbed an ankle, and um, and my engineer he um, he had both of her wrists, and and we just kind of as best we could, you know, up the stairs. And, and luckily, it was only three stairs. I mean, um, I mean here in North Alabama, we do have you know two stories and and bunch of stairs and basements and and things like that. So. Um, you know, that's not something that, that we train on and, um, enough, enough, I'll say that, but, um, it was definitely, it definitely threw a wrench everything that, that you go, you know, you go through training and you're like, man, this, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. It, it just, that, that went out the window and, um, it was just push where you could pull where you could. Can you tell us what that time factor was from arrival to the victim was out? So probably from um, first unit on scene to extrication was, I'm probably going to say five minutes. I'm going to say five minutes. Um, so it wasn't a, again, that's one of those things where, where, where you look back and you're like, man, I, I could have been faster here. I could have been faster here. Um, so. No, real good. And it's a game of seconds. If we can shave, there's no magic pill to get us, finding a victim three minutes faster. But if we can shave uh, 30 seconds off our mask ups and 15 seconds here with a door force and that, uh, that, that aggregate time is there for them. And uh, just with the goal of getting them out, uh, I think the number is under six minutes. You get a pretty high survival rate, uh, but good job. I think uh, the last thing I wanted to cover from door threshold to transport, can you explain what that looked like for you guys? Uh, as far as, uh, you know, a lot of times when we do training, we get the victim to the front door and we just, you know, leave the dummy right there. Cause it's going to get reset for the next thing. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 What about patient care? How you guys handed that off? Are you guys using cyano kits in your area or just what's that look like? So, uh, yeah, <clears throat> luckily, um, we had, you know, we had other, we had other personnel outside. So as soon as, as soon as, um, she came through the threshold, uh, you know, we had, we had personnel out there and, and some, somehow in, in the patient removal, uh, it did get, it did get broadcast on the radio, uh, you know, victim coming out, uh, alpha side. And, um, and so they were, they were waiting and, and we had EMS, they, they get dispatched on any work and fire. Uh, it's a private EMS company. Um, and, uh, and I think we did have, we, we had personnel, uh, we had personnel on scene that are paramedics, uh, that we, we don't operate as paramedics at, at the, at the fire. Um, but, um, we had guys ride in, uh, with the EMS crew, you know, offering, uh, more hands. So I, I think we had two firefighters riding in, uh, with the crew. Uh, the EMS crew and um, but yeah it wasn't I mean the me and my partner as soon as we got her out I mean we were spent but we knew that there was still more to search 
and with one victim found, um, you know, we definitely wanted to, to get back in and, we, you know, we really didn't do a good job of communicating where uh, we found her. And so the, you know, passing information on or, or having another crew go in, we, we didn't want them uh, doubling back on what we've already done. So uh, we went back in and, and completed the search. Uh, that's a great point not to be missed that uh, it's always easiest for whoever did that first initial search to finish. Cause yeah, you know where you left off, you know, right where to go to, to pick back up and you're right where there's one, there's, there's likely going to be more. <sighs> great story. I appreciate you reaching out and, and sharing that. There was a lot of nuggets to take away with this. Anything else you want to share with the listeners before we wrap up? Uh, no, I mean, you know, other than, you know, probably the obvious of, um, you know, like I said, this happened back in 17 and, and, uh, you know, every day I, I think, man, I wish I could go back and, and just redo that one. You know, I, there's, there's things you pick up every day, the more you train and, and the more you do it, um, of getting faster, you know, like you said, you know, even if you can knock off a few seconds on your mask up time, that's just that much quicker that, uh, you can get in and give someone a chance. Very true. Very true. Uh, well, thanks for sharing your story, Dustin. To any listeners out there, if you get a grab or assist, alive or deceased, we want you to share that information on www.firefighterrescuesurvey.com. There's a series of short questions uh, that can give us a better picture of what firefighters are finding on the fire ground. That way we can mirror our training to what's actually being done. If you want to record that story, we can do it anonymous, or you can share your department name and uh, your information. Reach out to me, Grant Schwalbe. You can find me on social media. Nick Ledeen or Justin McWilliams can also record these stories. So until next time, we appreciate you listening. Thanks.